Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening, America. This is the Michael and Chauncey Show, which airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm one of the co-hosts, Michael Blooming Jr., candidate for U.S. Congress in Florida District 21. And I'm with my co-host in studio, Chauncey Brown III. Uh, we're so grateful for the opportunity to present a platform to the American people that is unbiased and uncensored and brings the truth. Uh, from international experience down to the local community, we're all about providing resources and opportunities to uh, community leaders so that they can be engaged and become engaged, and, and also our politicians throughout the country who are fighting to keep and make America great again, which is such an integral part of our society, especially in 2020 with the election that's upcoming. And with my race, I'm fighting well with Franco, but we also have Buddis Patterson. He's a Air Force veteran. He was a fighter pilot, and I was in the First uh, Infantry Division, as everyone knows, in the Army. So we have the land and the air and mechanized a lot of high-value equipment that Buzz and I have been able to be a part of for this country, serving our country at a very high level, myself as a non-commissioned officer and Buzz Patterson as an officer. So it's just such a great honor. Um, Chauncey has his show, Conservative Talk Radio, and he's been working and fighting for the community for a very long time. So we make sure and we work hard to make sure that we get candidates and individuals who are community leaders and people that we respect and look up to as colleagues and as friends. And that's the nature of this show. Um, And we also have some great news. Our president, Donald J. Trump, was exonerated for the impeachment hoax. And today I had the honor. I was with Charlie Kirk today in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, at a campaign event. Uh, He was there speaking with the uh, Turning Point USA Club of FAU and it was just such a great opportunity to see a lot of patriots come together in our youth, and that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for our youth. We're fighting for our future. We're trying to preserve our Constitution, and Buzz Patterson is one of those great patriots like myself who are standing up, raising our right hand again and saying, put me in. We want to serve. We want to be civic leaders. We want to take our knowledge, skills, and abilities that we've gained in the United States military, and we want to do something different. We want to make sure – that what happened with the State of the Union address never happens again. We want to assure starting in 2021 when our president is reelected through a democratic process of a duly elected president that we ensure in U.S. Congress that we win back the House in 2020. We, we have the red wave that really comes forward. And as Chauncey Brown, my co-host, always says, we are always right and never left. And you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense, and it's really such a great motto. Um, The motto for my campaign is vote red, white, and blue. And, you know, today I want to share with the listeners, and please share this, all this content. uh, Follow uh, at Liberty Today USA. Follow the Michael and Chauncey Show. Share the episodes. Go back. We've been doing this for over two months. We have so many episodes. We have great candidates, great quality material, but we're just disseminating the information. But today Donald J. Trump, uh, president, put out – Um, information on YouTube about his daily prayer, and someone went on there, and it was brought to my attention today. Uh, My account for USA Freedom was verified today, so I actually have a verified Twitter now, and that was a great thing. But it was brought to my attention. Somebody went on to this prayer and mentioned my name, my website, 
about some of the things about me, and that's just an honor and a privilege. And I just I thank everyone out there who supports me. I thank my co-host Chauncey Brown III. I know when I get elected into Congress and I defeat Lois Frankel, we're going to have the show live from Washington D.C. We're going to continue this on. This isn't something that's just part-time. We want to grow the show. Please help contribute through Patreon. Help us to get the message out. And Chauncey, thank you so much for being my co-host. And I have the ultimate trust and respect for you. And thank you for what you've done for America. Uh, your faith as a Jewish African American. I am a Caucasian uh, uh, Judeo-Christian Catholic. But at the end of the day, it's not about all that. It's about being an American and co- groups having diversity people from all walks of life coming together, and that's what we have to change in our State of the Union address for next year. We have to bring this patriotism back, and we have to be one nation under God. Michael, thank you very, very much for your kind words, for your service to our country, and thank you for your service to our country again by serving in many positions in the federal government, as well as now wanting to step up and run for Congress in the 21st District. I'm very humble and proud to be your co-host and be a, and be a part of a platform where our mission is to be a pathway of conservative information order educating the American people, protecting and preserving the freedom, liberties, and justice of the Constitution of the United States of America. I'm proud to be a part of a movement that is trying to protect and preserve our Constitution and our way of life. Uh, I thank the Most High, and I thank all of our listeners for tuning in, listening to our show. And like Michael said, please, we've had a lot of good guests on. Please share the message, share the idea. We have people on this show that are public servants that want to serve the will of the public and the public good. We vet the people that we have on our show and all they want to do is serve the public, and most of them have already served the public in prior capacities. So we're bringing you individuals with their heart and soul is to serve the American people and not serve themselves. So we're going to have an exciting show today. We have uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Buzz, um, Buzz Peterson, who's a best-selling author, and he's had many positions in the federal government. Uh, he's going to be running for Congress in the 50th District, uh, and he's not in the studio yet. However, I'm looking forward to having him on today and continuing an interview with him. Yes, President Trump has been acquitted, and the left is still denouncing it. Today, Nancy Pelosi says it doesn't matter what he said. He's still impeached. Um, that was their goal, is to put a label on Teflon Don's head, and it will not stick. Uh, Donald Trump, in his address to the nation today, he showed, which I thought was very, very amusing, he showed the front page of the Washington Post, Trump acquitted. Every time they go after this president, they get it thrown right back in their face. This Congress has done nothing for the American people for the past three and a half years except try to convict, impeach, and investigate Donald Trump and whoever's around him. They've done nothing for the healthcare industry. They've done uh, nothing. Well, look at what Donald Trump has done. I mean, he has 
broken every record on the economic, on the labor, bringing jobs back, first step back, releasing people from prison. I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, lowest uh, labor participation rate, uh, remove regulations. I mean, we can go. What this man has accomplished in three and a half years is absolutely phenomenal. And we know that the mainstream media is not going to bring that to you. However, the Michael and Chauncey show, we will bring unfiltered news from people on the ground, giving it to you straight. We're always right and never left. And I believe Buzz Patterson is in the studio, Michael. So uh, That's fantastic. And a quick correction, it's Buzz Patterson. He's running in California, District 7. So with that, Buzz Patterson, uh, thank you so much for your service to America, and thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Michael uh, Chauncey, my, my pleasure to get you guys. God bless you guys. How are you guys doing? Bless. We're, we're, doing, we're doing fantastic. I just want to start off with, uh, we, you know, we brought you on. as you, you so Most times we have two candidates. We know your, your primary is coming up in March. Uh, we got to look out for our brothers in arms. That's why I want to have you on both episodes. I actually have an event tonight, so I'm going to start off the interview, and then Chauncey's going to take over. Uh, we have a live radio audience that's national, so we're very uh, excited about having you on. But why don't you start off by talking about your district, your election, and how when individuals like yourself and I, when we get into Congress, we're going to take our knowledge, skills, and ability, our military experience, our expertise on foreign policy, immigration, national defense, and our work in Washington, D.C., on the federal level, uh, like we both have, and, and all of our educational opportunities, uh, writing books, all the things that we've done as entrepreneurs, that we're going to help rebuild America and ensure that our president has a great four years when he gets reelected. Yes, my pleasure, Michael. Uh, thank you guys again. So I'm, I'm actually sitting here at the Sacramento County Republican uh, Party phone bank. We're calling. I'm talking to uh, my future constituents. Uh, Sacramento 7, California 7, is actually Sacramento East into the foothills. So if you folks are familiar with Northern California, so if you draw a line um, from uh, Roseville, uh, California, down south as far uh, south as uh, the the, uh, ranch and farm area of Wilton and Galt. So we've got a little bit of everything here. We go east-west up into the foothills just short of Sierra Nevadas and um, Lake Tahoe. So uh, quite a, a district. It's, uh, it's big. Uh, you could be Republican for years and years and years. And then when Jerry Brown was governor, he redrew the lines. He gerrymandered the district uh, a little bit. And since 2012, we've had a, a, a gentleman, uh, a Democratic uh, representative named Ami Barra, who has been in charge. Uh, he's been a representative for this district since 2012. He has done absolutely nothing for the people of uh, Sacramento. In fact, I'll send you guys my my latest commercial and my latest commercial was about the fact that Californian as you as California as you guys know California is going down the tubes um, literally from the lack of leadership in the last 20 or 30 years ever since President Reagan uh, was here and was the governor of California Democratic quote-unquote leadership has rendered this state um, to be a place where people are leaving uh, in droves uh, for example, this is the first year in California's history that we've had more people leave the state than we've had come into the state, uh, and that's that's a, that's, a, that's a telling commentary. We also California is also the fifth largest economy in the world, and we, all, we, we presently we have the 48th ranked public school system in the country. 
something's obviously wrong with California. And um, as a military member, as an Air Force pilot, former Air Force pilot, as a former uh, White House military aide, uh, as, a, as a guy who's been in combat, I'm telling you, that you have two options in California. You can flee, uh, which a lot of our friends and family have done, or you can stay here and fight. And I'm choosing to stay here and fight. And we've got a real good shot. I mean, this district, California 7, is, is one of the only toss-up districts in the entire state. So Republicans need to turn this back, give it back to, um, to President Donald Trump for his next four years. We've got to give him back the House so he's not putting up with this craziness in terms of impeachments and, uh, and investigations into absolutely nothing. And I'm the guy to, to do that. So uh, I'm running for Congress. Buzzforcongress.com is my, my website. And, I'm again, I'm a fighter, and I'm so glad you guys have me on tonight. We're going we're gonna to win this thing, take it back to the Democrats, and put the California back up under the way of success. The once great golden state will be golden again. <coughs> Buzz, I want to thank you. This is Chauncey very much for your service to our country, to our yes, nation, sir. and you wanting to step up again. Unfortunately, Mike had to go to an event, so I have the honor and pleasure of doing the show with you. Um, I have a special place in my heart for veterans, ex-military veterans. I was raised by a Navy vet. Uh, I think it might have been easier if I went into the Navy Marines than being raised by a Navy vet. So I understand the challenges. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I totally get, Shanti, I totally, I totally get that, man. I was raised by an Air Force vet, too, so I, I, I get that. Uh, everything, everything, as you know, was about discipline and respect, a violation of any broken rules, uh, it was one of two things, either corporate punishment or physical punishment, and physical punishment meant exercise. Or you know, you're laughing because you know exactly what I'm talking about. One hundred percent, brother. I get it. You know, and I, I think that uh, your family probably gets it too. I mean, I think that, my, and Michael can attest to this as well, is that you know when we come into the military, no matter what branch, no matter what rank, we swear an oath of office uh, to uh, support the competition, the Constitution, protect it against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I think that most of us, if not all of us, realize that that oath never expires. Uh, my oath certainly has not. Um, you know, we are called to serve our nation in times of need. Uh, we have stepped up to that call, and we're stepping up to it again. I, I applaud Michael for running. Uh, and I, cause I can tell you, politics, man, politics is not for pansies. You are. This is a, this is a war, especially in today's environment and this, in this nation. We are. We're seeing what's, what uh, President Trump's going through. I can't imagine a president that's had to face more headwinds than this president has had to face. I mean, I worked for President Bill Clinton uh, for two years personally in the White House, and I, you know, I thought he had a, he you know he had a lot of challenges that he were they were all self inflicted, uh, by the way. But I think President Trump has uh, has had to endure. Uh, three years of just out-and-out out warfare, and I think it's time for – I think most Americans get it. It's time for us to step up and give this man, give this president uh, the house back. Uh, patriots like Michael and myself, um, we need to get back to Washington, D.C. We need to get back to work, and we need to restore the republic uh, for which to stand. And in uh, places like Florida and California, we need to uh, give this president commander in chief the, the, the ability to go forward and continue to make monumental uh, progress and changes for this country. 
I could not agree with you more, Buzz. And I've traveled around the country. You serving, you've traveled around the country. There, with all of America's faults, there is no greater country in the world than the United States of America. I'm proud to be an American. And yes, I, along with yourself, with Michael and others, will stand to fight for sovereignty to maintain its republic and life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. You're right. Politics is a complex sport. And what the left is doing and what the democratic socialists are doing is undermine the foundation of the Constitution of the United States, and it must be stopped at all costs. Again, I thank you, Michael, for standing up, and I thank all of those out in America for standing up and supporting Donald Trump and supporting God and supporting the truth. You know, so important yeah, today. Chauncey, yeah, yeah, Chauncey, you know, this, you know, President Ronald Reagan, who, by the way, this is his birthday today. Uh, God bless oh. you all. You know, President, Amen. President Ronald Reagan once said that uh, you know America, the United States is is the last shining city on the hill. And I came into the Air Force under President Reagan. And in fact, one of the reasons why I became an Air Force officer and a pilot was because Ronald Reagan was going to be my commander in chief. And I think that a lot of Americans, uh, what you're watching is going on in the House of, of Representatives in terms of Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and um, and Gary Nadler. They're trying to they're fundamentally change what this nation was founded upon. And I, and I happen to have a lot of faith in God, and I happen to have a lot of faith in our, in our forefathers, our founding fathers. And I don't believe that, uh, that, that Nancy Pelosi's vision of America is my vision of America. I, I, uh, I think that she's fundamentally wrong. She's been fundamentally wrong for a long time. Uh, I think President Trump gets it right. It's America first. It should be America first once and always. Uh, that was how Reagan dealt with it. That's how President Trump's dealing with it. That's how George Washington dealt with it. Uh, and, you know, it's time. I mean, in a lot of ways, guys, I think you guys can both agree. I think in a lot of ways we're, in, we're fighting a cold civil war. We have people who are trying to undermine uh, the very tenets of our republic, and it's time, and I think we are finally fighting back with that. We can no longer sustain or allow people like Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Johan Omar, uh, to undermine the very values of what it means to be an American. I and mean, isn't it great, guys? Isn't it great we have a president, a commander-in-chief, that's making it cool to be patriotic again? I mean, uh, for the first time since Ronald Reagan, we have a, we have a president that's, that's making it cool for Americans to be proud to be Americans again. And God bless them. And I think that's what we should all be doing. You know, Buzz, uh, as soon as you said that you went into the service, uh, uh, just when Ronald Reagan uh, became president, I was in college at the time, or entering into college for a couple of years in already, and I remember I did a paper on Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was not liked uh, as a president. They made fun of him. They mocked him. Uh, Hollywood president. Uh, so he uh, didn't go through as much as what Donald Trump has gone through because of the media wasn't as popular back then or cell phones and whatnot. But he was not liked. He became one of the greatest presidents in the history of our country after his, uh, after his, um, his service. Uh, and it just started to turn around after, um, you know, uh, the middle of his, uh, his career. Um, but I think it's very, very important. I served a couple of terms as a commissioner of education 
in New Jersey. And we talk about statesmanship. We talk about the Constitution. We talk about the Bill of Rights. We talk about the American tenant. And, you know, they do not teach critical thinking in school anymore, Buzz. They don't teach statesmanship. They don't teach American history. They do not teach what it is to be a legislator, what it is to be a public servant. I am so disgusted by the left trying to introduce to our children that I or my children need to learn about the sexual orientations of people and what their contributions were to the society. That is not going to help our children not only serve in government, but it's not going to help us to complete in a global society. And we have kids today now, okay, and we could see that with the AOCs and the squad on the left, what our colleges are producing. We have to change the educational thought process, uh, you know, if we want our children to grow up to be Americans. I went to school. We had the Pledge of Allegiance. We had prayer that's been removed. And those are the tenets and foundation of this country. If we allow the left to keep stretching the moral fiber of the foundation of this country, we won't have a country. Well, John, I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, you know, in California, for example, we've got we've got three children. I've got a, we've got my wife mm-hmm. and I have a a a, a daughter that's a, that's a junior in college. We've got a son that's a junior in high school. We've got an eighth grader uh, in middle school. And I'm telling you, so our children uh, who go to public schools in California are not being taught about mm-hmm. uh, the government. They're not being taught civics. They're not being exactly. taught how the government structures. But they are being taught. Uh, how you can be a transgender or how you can um, choose your sexuality at the age in, in kindergarten. So we're not, we're, you know, like it's, it's so insidious what the left has done to our school system. And, and it's not just California. I mean, I, I travel around the country and I see, I, I talk to people all across the state and all across the nation. And so it's not, it, it, this, is, this is a very specific, Chauncey, this is a very specific attack on uh, our religious beliefs, our spirituality. Yes. Our yes. children, you know, and, yes. and it's not by it's not by mistake, Chauncey. This is by design. This is who these people are, and it's incumbent upon people like you and and, and Mike and I to say, hey, no, 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 we're, we're not standing for this anymore. It's time for us to rise up, whatever that means to you. Well, to Michael, it's time for us to rise up and be representative of what this country was founded upon, and what I think we need to be doing is getting back to. Our founding fathers. I'm a strict constitutionalist. I believe the Constitution is not a living document. I believe the Constitution is uh, is a format and a, a um, guideline and a reference for how this country should go forward. Now, the people on the left will tell you it's a living document. It could be changed. For example, a perfect example is the fact the left wants to get rid of the Electoral College, which will never happen in your time, your lifetime, or my lifetime. But that's what that, that's what because they can't understand that we're not. A, a democracy, we are a republic, and our founding fathers understood that, which is why every single state has two, two senators. So I was in a debate last week with a couple of my uh, my um, opponents, and they were saying, "Yeah, abolish electoral college, make it a popular vote." And I said, "I said, do you guys understand what you're, what you're talking about? You're going exactly counter to what our forefathers thought about um, this nation and what they warned us about. What they they warned you, they warned me that we we are not." We are not to be held uh, as uh, to the tyranny of the, uh, uh, the majority. We are to, we are a republic, so that Iowa gets two senators, 
Ohio gets two senators, California gets two, New York gets two, Texas gets two. We are not going to be a popular vote tyranny. We are going to be a, a republic, not a democracy. And, and I think most Democrats can't stomach that because, because it doesn't work for them, right? So they want, every Democrat wants every election decided by New York City and Los Angeles. And I live in California, and I can tell you, Chauncey, we don't want people in Los Angeles telling us how this country is going to go. We do not want that because it's not going to be pro-American. It's not going to be America first. It's going to be the exact opposite. Uh, I could not agree more, Buzz. Uh, you're right on point with what you said. Um, I, I, I need to. I would like to share something to America and to ourselves when we talk about the battles that we're going. Because I, I happen to be African. I happen to be. I like that. I happen to be African American, or I'm black, or whatever label you want to put on me. My religion's Jewish, but that's the problem. Uh, the, you know, they talk about racism. They talk about all of these opinions based on emotion, not rooted in any factual basis to Democrats. Okay, but my point right. is, right. It, but, but my point is, is you hit you hit the nail on the head earlier when you talked about really we're battling. We're trying to defend our religion, our way to practice religion. And this is a spiritual warfare. Now, I want to share this quote because it's, a, it's applicable to what you're saying and what we're talking about, Buzz. Ephesians 6.12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. 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 I get that. It's so true. That is so true. And I see, and this is what, you know, and, and see, yes. I think the left, sorry to interrupt you. I think the What's left, the left religion is their secular, secularism. It's, it's their, they don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm stereotyp, stereotyping here, which I, uh, and I'm making generalities here, but I think that most on the left worship themselves and not, not, it's not the creator. They, they worship what they believe. That's why they're so emotional. And they can't get beyond uh, – they can't argue because they don't have a factual basis or a spiritual exactly. basis to what they believe in. Exactly. All they do is they have a reactional basis uh, based on whatever they think at the moment, which is irrational. <laughs> That's true. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's sad, and they fool people. But, you know, as I read Revelations, it's okay because everybody's not going to wake up. Some people are going to stay asleep, but it's incumbent upon people like Michael, you, and me that if we know and we're servants of the Most High, we have to deliver the truth. And that's why you're standing up and running. That's why I'm doing the show. That's why Donald Trump is our president. And that's why he's going to win again because we are spiritual warriors. And we're called to and, that. We're called to amen. that. Amen. That is our amen. calling, correct? I mean, what what is our existence on this planet on in this lifetime? What is our existence if we're not called to something bigger than us? And that is why people like you and Michael and myself and President Trump, um, we are, we have we have the armor. We are we have the uh, we we can withstand the slings and the arrows. We we are, we are armored uh, for this. And, and and I'll be I'll be honest with you as as, a, as an Air Force pilot for twenty years, I get I get excited. About going to combat, I get excited about people taking shots at me. I get excited when somebody comes at me with um, some kind of crazy, uh, out of out of left 
world, you know, conspiracy theory, or I get excited because it makes me human. It makes me want to do this. It makes me want to lead. It makes me want to, and I, I, can, I can hear it in your voice, and I cannot wait to meet you, Chauncey, because I think you and I are, are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> you know, we understand what our purpose in life is. And it's not about Chauncey. It's not about Buzz. It's about the Most High. It's about serving Elohim and all of its inhabitants with love, protection. I have four children. I heard you talk about your daughters. My youngest is 11. My oldest is 32. I got one in college, graduating graduate school, and I have one that's a sophomore, going to be a doctor. So I feel that from you and with you. Um, we have yeah, to find I, it. I think, because, yep. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Got, Kick in. Got it. Got it. Yeah, God has blessed us with those responsibilities, Amen. right? And oh, and he has, he has told us that we must go forward. And, uh, and you know, we, we're supposed to love our wives and love our children as Christ loved the church or as God loved the church. And uh, and I think we go forward with that. And I think that's why you you do what you do and Michael does what he does and I do what I do. Um, and, again, we suffer the slings and arrows, right? But I think it makes us better people. Um, I, go, I, I sleep well at night. I don't know about you, Chauncey. I sleep well at night because I know that what oh. I'm doing is, is the right thing for my family, for my my state, for my nation. Exactly. And, I mean, yep. And, I, again, we, we're, we're oath keepers. We're oath takers and we're oath keepers. Uh, you know, thank you, you know, for serving the calling that is higher than myself. And, and that's what it's about. When you have a purpose – that's not rooted in me or I as the left is. Uh, it's unstoppable. You see, every time yeah, that they the try... Left can't deal with it. It, the left exactly. can't deal with it. They don't understand right. it. They don't get it. We can't, we can't be manipulated. Uh, I posted something today that I can think for myself. That's why I'm Republican. Of course, I, I pissed some people off. <clears throat> But that's what it's about. I'm, I'm about raising the level of consciousness. I don't go along to get along. If I, I'm a change, I'm a change agent like you are. And and it, I want to protect this country as well as you are and have for my children, for their grandchildren. The left wants immediate gratification to satisfy their base, and that's intolerable to me. You have people that come into this country legally, and you want to pander to illegal immigrants and the criminals so you can set up your next voting block because you disseminated the black communities across the country and the Hispanic communities across the country. The democratic oppressive policies. So now you're starting to wake up. Let me let me grab these this next bunch of ignorant people that are uneducated coming into the country. May God have mercy exactly. on all of their about, souls. Yeah, and think about who you're serving, Chauncey. Think about who. Think about your listeners. Think about my constituents. Think about the people in this nation that need um, that voice, that need that clarity. Because I mean, this this is a this is a battle versus good uh, of good versus evil. I mean, I firmly believe that. I mean, I've, I've flown to the Middle East for many, many, many years in combat, and I tell you, there's there's definitely in this world good and evil. And, and everybody has that, you know, they have that option. They have that um, being a human being. They have that option. And yeah, so you're will. serving. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have their free will. So you're, you have a constituency. I have one. Michael has one. And, and our job is to be servants of the truth and Amen. servants of good. 
Amen. And I Amen. think we go forward with that, right? We go forward with that armor. We do the best we possibly can do. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not uh, infallible. Uh, we make mistakes along the way. Everybody, we're, we're all humans, and uh, but we do the best that we possibly can do. And I think the fact that you're there, that you're a sport, you're, you're a voice piece, you're a spokesperson, and you're talking, you're talking the truth. I'm out there talking the truth. I, and I'm trying to get people to understand that, you know, if this nation evolves, if this nation moves forward, uh, for better or worse. We have got we have got uh, issues, and I think I don't know how you feel about this, Chauncey. I believe Donald Trump was a godsend. I think if we had had eight years of Hillary Clinton on top of eight years of Barack Obama, we would not recognize this nation. And I think that President question. Trump has come in at yeah, exactly the right time. Yeah. No, I was going to say I predicted Donald Trump in December of 2015 that he was going to be the president. Uh, so, yes, we I agree with you. Oh, listen, the time is at hand now where God is putting his people in places for his purpose. You, you don't really know much about me, but if I give you my testimony and told you how I arrived to where I am today, it's only by my faith in God. And I believe in my country and also the upbringing of my parents and my mother and father serving, being public servants, you know. Um, I have a responsibility, and you know, when we become fathers or we become mothers, our desire to serve others is greater because we've had we have children, so we know what it is to take care of others besides ourselves. We know what responsibility yeah, because, is. Yeah. Well, can you uh, imagine you know, how lonely life would be? Can you imagine how lonely life would be if you didn't have that obligation? Can you can you imagine if I'm you were if you were what are these, yeah, yeah, for these people that that was that only served yourself, um, I can't imagine that kind of darkness or that that day to day existence. You're absolutely correct. It's it's darkness. Uh, real quick break for those that are listening, and we're honored to have Lieutenant Colonel of the Air Force retired, Buzz Patterson, running for Congress in California, seventh congressional uh, congressional district, a former White House military aide. I believe under Clinton, I'm honored and blessed to be on the show with him today. Whenever two or more are in my presence and speak of my name, I am present. The Most High God, Elohim, uh, is present in this call, and I'm very, very thankful that we're doing his service to raise the level of consciousness of all spirits across this country. Let's do what's right. Let's protect what has been given to us by the Most High. Let us look at the mistakes that we've made in the past that we don't repeat them again. Let's teach our children how to fish. Let's teach our children how to be responsible. All children. The government is not daddy. <laughs> you know, the government's not there to raise families. We have to create independency, self-worth. And, and we have to do that by attacking the educational system and we really have to relook at what educational principles and values are important in our schools. Because if we look at what's coming out of college today, and thank God that my children, uh, they had grandparents, they had me, where they were able to go to school and have independent thoughts, but be able to see reality and not being indoctrinated by this stuff on the left. Um, but the sad part is my kids say, you know, I stay quiet. They're in fear which is ironic 
because today they don't talk about spirited debates, spiritual, intellectual discussions, critical thinking. Um, and it's sad. And I hope people like yourself, Buzz, and other candidates, when they get to Congress, really look at our educational system and target how our kids are learning because teaching to the test is like teaching our children to be robots and not to be human. And we must change that dynamic. This is the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Mike uh, Chauncey. Michael is out on the ground running for Congress in the 21st District, Florida. Uh, he was on the show earlier. He's out at an event. I'm humbled and honored and blessed to co-host this show with him. Buzz, you're going against a lot of challenges. Not only do you have California and all the challenges that California has, but you also want to go to Congress. And, and, and well, thank God that Donald Trump is there. Uh, but if you get to Congress, I, I, I hope and pray there's going to be a red wave in Congress this year to make you guys work more tenable and be able to get things accomplished. Because this Congress has been nothing but obstructionists. What say you? Yeah, there, the, this Congress, this current Congress is a disaster, Chauncey. And I'll tell you, uh, I think we as Americans owe it to President Trump to give him back the House. I mean, again, this guy, the last couple of years, uh, President Trump has had to fly. As a, as a pilot, I understand this, 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 this very, very well. He's had to fly through some incredible headwinds, and he's still getting stuff done on remarkable levels. And, you know, and, I, and I'm, you're right, in California, it's uh, it's a definitely a steep uh, hill to climb, but this this was once a great golden state, John. See, I mean, it's a beautiful state. If you've ever been out here, it's uh, uh, oh. it's a, the most gorgeous piece of landscape that I that I I've been in 69 countries you know, over my my life as an Air Force pilot and a pilot for in a commercial airline. I have been in 69 countries and six continents. I have never seen a more beautiful piece of landscape of real estate in California. And it used to be a place in the 60s and 70s where people were flocking to, uh, and now people are flocking out of here. For the first time ever in California's history, there are more more people leaving California that are actually coming into California. And what that means is that a lot of our tax base is leaving. And we've had um, 20 or 30 years now of democratic uh, failure in leadership. Uh, we have, like I said, we're the fifth largest economy in the world, but we have number 48 in the nation public school system. We have, uh, we have we're, the state is bankrupt, and we have a chance to turn it around. We've got several really, really good candidates running for the House in California. We've got a, a friend of mine, Deanna Lorraine, is running against Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Eric yes, Early yes. is running against Adam Schiff. Uh, yes. Eric's a good buddy of mine. I'm running against Ami Barra. So Ami Barra has been in the. He's a Democrat. He does absolutely nothing. He's been in the seat for six years, and he is basically a placeholder. He's a bookmark for Nancy Pelosi. Whatever Pelosi tells him to do, he votes for. Uh, he does virtually nothing for the people of District Seven here in California. And I, I plan to bring. I plan to bring adult leadership and a sober voice and common sense back to the House. Uh, when we've had uh, – so currently, John, see, there are 53 congressional seats in California, the most of any state in the nation, 53. Only seven, as we speak today, only seven are held by Republicans. That is – this shows you how morally bankrupt this, country, this state has been over the last 10, 15 years. And we plan on changing that. 
I know that President Trump in the White House is watching our race. Uh, we are one of six races that he has targeted to flip to the House in 2020. I plan mm-hmm. on being one of those six, and um, we're going to get it done. And I've got a great team, a phenomenal team uh, behind me, and I would just encourage listeners <laughs> if they could go to uh, Buzz for Congress, Buzz, the number four, congress.com, take a look at it. Um, most of our campaign fundraising so far, Chauncey, has been from out of state. Uh, we, people understand this is a national race. It's going to be even bigger after our primary, which is March 3rd. So we've got a chance to go forward and kick Ami Bearer to the curb and give uh, President Trump another Republican in California, and I plan on being that guy. I, I really hope so. I'm going to keep you, Eric, everybody, Dana. Uh, in my prayers, uh, I've had a, a very, very humble and blessed opportunity to be to meet all of you guys as well as be on the show with you today, Buzz. And I really have a good feeling about uh, this movement, the spiritual movement that we have that's going to continue after 2020. And I'm excited uh, to be a part of it. Looking at some, and I yes, I have been to California. Uh, I spent my summers in. Maxine Waters' district, Watts, uh, my parents, my, and this, this is really sad because my parents left California. Uh, my parents are from the East Coast. My parents left California with my older sister in the late 50s, and in the late 60s, I used to go back and visit family members and spend my summers in Watts. Uh, and then later on, uh, when I got married, my wife that was a, was a flight attendant for, or ex-wife now was a flight attendant for United Airlines, and she would go when she was in California and catch the bus, and um, and check on my aunt. And it got so bad with the gang, she said, to please stop uh, coming uh, here and seeing me, which my you know my ex-wife didn't fear anything, but she was a she was really in fear of my. Um, of my ex-wife's life. And it's sad because these people live in t- two or $3 million homes. They sit on a pedal stool. Uh, they criticize everyone and they can't even take care of their own backyard. It's disgusting. It is immoral. It's unconscionable. And it's, it's really a slap in the face to be called a congressperson. Even Nancy Pelosi, look at her district. People are laying on the streets but that they can lecture the American people. It, it's sad. It's really sad that that these people are lecturing us and, and people believe them, but you can't look at their backyard and say, well, how can she say this, but she can't take care of the own people that, that are sleeping on the streets. She can't stop the fentanyl. She can't stop the opioid crisis. She can't stop people sleeping on the streets. I mean, I don't get it. Chauncey, but you're just, Chauncey they don't yeah. care. They don't care. They don't. I mean, they don't. Nancy Pelosi lives in a gated mansion in San Francisco, and you, and you just described it perfectly. There yeah. are people on the street. There are, you, can't, you, can't possess, you, you can't possess a plastic straw in the Bay Area, but you get a free hypodermic needle to shoot up heroin if you'd like. The same, Maxine Waters also lives in a gated district in Los Angeles in her district. She doesn't go downtown. She doesn't hang out at Skid Row. She can't see the 62,000 people that are homeless in Los Angeles. Um, they don't. They just don't. They're like they're the people in the in the gilded towers that just look down and say, "Do as I say, not as I do," and that is what's happened to California. In, in in Sacramento, my district, we've got homeless. And do you think Gavin Newsom 
uh, the, the governor goes down and, and talks to those folks? Heck, heck no. You think Ami Barra, my opponent's never been down there? Heck no. They don't want to they, – they want to, to preach. They want to preach um, from the ivory tower, but they don't want to face reality. And, and it, it, there are so many Californians that are on the streets right now, Chauncey, and it, this, this is what really hurts my heart as a Christian is that there are so many people on the streets in California, uh, and that there's a variety of reasons for people to be homeless in California. Gavin Newsom will tell you, will help you believe that it's a, an affordable housing crisis, which is so far from the truth. We have a mental health, drug addiction, alcohol, PTSD, former vets PTSD issue. We've got mental health issues in California, and those are the folks that are choosing to live on the streets. Those are the folks that we have relegated to living in a fourth world situation out here in California. Do, is Nancy Pelosi addressing that personally? No. Is Maxine Waters? No. Is Ali Barra? No. Is Gavin Newsom? No. The only people that, that can see this are the everyday Americans who get up in the morning, they drive to work, they drive past all this fourth world um, horrible, horrific conditions on their way to work, and they're saying, why can't this be fixed? Why can't this be cleaned up? But the, the, the uh, folks out here don't – I mean the, the leadership so far in California play, pays at lip service at best, at best and, and, they, and they do absolutely nothing. And that's what, that's what galls me. And, and, and being a 20-year retired veteran uh, in the Air Force, I know a lot of these men and women are fellow veterans of mine who we have sent overseas to Iraq and Afghanistan five, six, seven times, and they come home, and we don't give them – we don't lift them up. We don't give them the opportunity to get a job. We don't give them mental health uh, facilities. We don't take them off of heroin and alcohol. We don't give them a, a leg up, but we just relegate them to the streets. While at the same time, Chauncey, we're allowing illegal immigrants to come in here. We give them, in California, we give the illegal immigrants free medical care, free health care, but we don't offer that to the veterans who are actually citizens of this, of this nation and the state. There's something grossly wrong with that. That we can't take care of our own first, and and that's my platform: Americans first, and then everybody else second. You know the democratic policies are: if I keep my people oppressed, I can always come back two or four years later and give them hope. It's sad because they it need victims, Chauncey. They, they the yes. Democrats need to create a victim class, and, and they, so yes, yes, and so you're just saying. It's just seeing more and more African Americans moving from the left to the right. It's just seeing more and more Hispanics move left to right. It's just seeing more and more Asians move left to right because of the the unemployment rate uh, or off the charts, and the stock market is off the charts. So what what do Democrats have to rely on? They have to create another victimhood status, and I mean they've been doing it for hundreds of years, going back to the Civil War. And to Margaret Sanger and abortion, if you look, if, if you look at what Democrats rely on, they rely on making an oppressed class feel more and more oppressed, so that the oppressed class has to vote in a certain in a certain manner, right? So you've got you've got um, low income folks in Chicago, low income folks in Detroit, low income folks in what, low income folks in the Tenderloin in San Francisco, low income folks in South Sac, low income, you know. So the Democrats have to keep a, a – we're talking about American citizens. We're talking about people born and raised here. But the Democrats create this victim class because they have to have that because they have nothing going for them in terms of a solid uh, philosophical foundation 
they 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 rely on people uh, who who uh, who become victims, right? I mean, I hope you agree with that. They rely on a class of people who have to become victims, so they know that you're going to support, you're going to vote for them because hopefully you'll get a leg up. But in the reality, what's happening in this, in this country and this nation is is that the the party, the, the ideology, ideologies actually giving people a leg up is the Republican Party. It's the right. And but the Democrats do a great job of talking talking that down while while pumping themselves up. Well, what they you're absolutely correct, and what the Democrats have mastered was is the distribution of political corrupt monies to uh, nonprofits, to uh, contractors, uh, to patronage jobs. They've infiltrated government to the part. That's why government. Is the way it is Um, We have to change that thinking Um, You know The Democrats I'm sorry go ahead ahead. Yeah and I think that that's where I mean that's where the big government Versus small government thing Has taken over I mean I was on a panel last week uh, Chauncey with uh, So the Sacramento Bee is the big newspaper here in Sacramento And I was on a panel An editorial board panel Of my with, with five other opponents, and to a to a, a person, every other opponent was talking about the, the new Green Deal, free college for all, free Medicare for all, and I'm saying how? Number one, that's that's ludicrous. Can you guys tell me how you're going to pay for that? Of course, they had no answers. I said, and I said, you know what you're what you're doing is you're creating this dystopia. You're creating an environment which is wholly un-American. Um, that's not what we were founded upon. If you want us to become the Soviet Union or Venezuela or Cuba, that's you know that's that's what you're basically advocating. But that's not what American values are all about. And I, and I said again, I said you know we're not a democracy, guys. We're not a communist dictatorship. We're a republic. And they don't understand that. Me like, I, like I had like, like like I had three eyes. They looked at me like they I was un- just an idiot. You know. It's sad that they don't understand. That buzz that this is a republic, this is a sovereign nation. That's why we have uh, the rule of law. That's why we're supposed to have borders. Um, it's just education is the key, and we really have 100%. to work on. We really have to work on what our children are learning, and what they're not learning. If we're going to save this country, uh, because the Democrats. The Democrats keep continually lie and lie. They have accomplished nothing for the American people in the last 60, 70 years for the people that they purport to represent in their districts. Every major city in this country is decimated by Democratic policies. And and people and they keep dumb, and they keep dumbing us down, Chauncey. They keep dumbing us down. It's like the and, Common Core standards now. Exactly. I mean. And, and and they keep narrative that because I want religious freedom, that I want to protect my first, second amendments or all my amendments. I'm a racist if I happen to be white. <laughs> that's true. It's it, it, that's all the Democrats bring is racist rhetoric, oppressive policies, and hope every election time. They have not introduced. Most of the major policies enacted by Congress or the Senate to advance 
the masses of Americans, not just black, not just Hispanic, not just whites, but all Americans have been the Republican Party. And can't we get to the point, Chauncey, where we're Americans first and everything else second? I mean, that's the thing yeah. that blows me away. When I was when I was in the Air Force and flying in combat, I could not care less who my wingman was. I could not care less if the person was gay, black. Amen. Amen. You know, because I, I knew that that person was going to be there for me, and vice versa. I never saw, uh, I never looked at anybody other than the fact that hey, he's my brother, she's my sister. Hey, we're in this together. We're going to war. Let's make this thing work. Let's come home safely. I never – I mean I, I was raised that way too. My dad was in the Air Force for 33 years as a pilot. So I, I was raised that way that we never saw – I didn't see anything like that because he, you know, he was exactly. a Vietnam vet. He flew, he flew combat in Vietnam, and I, and I just don't get the point where we have to label everything. I mean I just don't understand why we can't be Americans first, everything else second, and just go from that. You know, I, I mean, I just don't understand why. And I think that's also kind of a democratic uh, outcrop that we have to – everybody has to have a label. You have to be something first and then American more or less second. And I just don't – I don't think that – that's how – country was not founded upon that. We've had our issues in this country. Nobody's perfect. I mean, I, I think slavery was, was, an, um, was, a, you know, it was a scourge on, uh, on God and in, in, in religion and in the world. Uh, so we, we have definitely had our problems in this nation, but I think that we all eventually, when we drop to our knees at night, should be thankful for the fact that we are Americans first, uh, and everything else should come second. And, and you know, and I've been to 69 countries. And I can tell you, when you fly back in the United States of America, you realize that you are back into the birthplace of uh, democracy and, and civilization, and the fact that we care about each other. And why do we have to keep naming people and naming groups of people? I mean, to me, it's, it's wasted energy. It's wasted oxygen. And I don't know why we've gotten so far afield of, uh, it's, again, like, like, like Ronald Reagan said, God bless his soul. He said, you know, we have the shining city on the hill. And he was right 40 years ago, and he's still right today. And I think President Trump, with his America First agenda, is right on the money. But he, he, you're right. Uh, we get called all kinds of names because we don't want to play their game. We want to play what's right for our game. Amen, Buzz. Um, thank you so much for standing up again for our country. Thank you so much for your insight. And thank you for wanting to stand up to represent the people's will again by running for Congress. Um, if people want to donate to your campaign, volunteer, um, or contact you, can you please share that information with the American public again, please? Yes, Francie. Thank you so much. Yes, so uh, our website is buzz, B-U-Z-Z, the number 4, congress.com, buzz4congress.com. I am on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, again, uh, this is a grassroots campaign, and we're going we're gonna to win this. And, uh, and I'm going to go into Washington, D.C. and, and uh, restore adult leadership back into the room where AOC, Ilhan Omar, Peter Tlaib, and Nancy Pelosi have been running roughshod for the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, buzz for Congress. I would love for people to contact me personally. I always answer every single email I get, uh, every single phone call I get. I will respond to them 100% uh, personally back to them. 
Now, again, Chauncey, thank you to Michael for what you guys do. Uh, I'm just so uh, encouraged and heartened to know that you know, there are warriors out there like you and Michael, and you guys keep up what you're what you guys are doing too. And God bless you guys. Thank you so much, and we hope that you will come on uh, the show again. Buzz, God bless you and your family, and God bless your children. For those that are tuning in, we were blessed and honored to have on our show Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson running for Congress in the 7th Congressional District in in California. Man of great faith, deep integrity, honored to have him on our show, wants to go back on the front line again and fight for the American people. The Michael and Chauncey Show, we try to have warriors on our show, people that want to serve the public will and the public good. We don't have politicians on our show. We have public servants on our show. And I'm blessed and proud to be a part of a movement where we are looking at people being on the ground and sharing with America because these are the examples of individuals that we need, like Buzz Patterson, to get elected in office. That's why we have this platform, to cut through the mainstream media, the fake news, We're here with people with real-life experiences that want to help and save our nation. The Michael Chauncey Show is every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 to 8 o'clock. We hope that you will join us next up uh, on next Tuesday. We will have in the studio, uh, in the Michael and Chauncey Show, we're going to have on... Aaron Pettigrew, running for U.S. Senate candidate in Tennessee. And we're going to have a a patriot, Bob the Patriot, at Solid Red Peon on Twitter. So I guess we're going to have one ground person, uh, Bob, an American patriot, and we have a U.S. Senate candidate next week. So that's going to be another exciting show. So we hope that you join us. You can follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Michael and Chauncey Show. Uh, I have my own platform as well, uh, Conservative Talk Radio. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Right Talk Radio. Also, you can follow me Talk Host on Twitter and also on Facebook. I'm Right Talk Radio host on Facebook. We want to thank all our listeners. We want to continue to pray for our great President Donald Trump. We want to pray for Congress, the U.S. Senate, and America and all its inhabitants as the country that we are in the sovereign nation. We pray that we all are safe, that we have no wars, and that we're able to protect our Constitution and the fundamental rights that we all have inherited by God, that we have the right to live in a free society where we can practice religion, we can practice the freedom of speech. We can have real dialogue where it improves the quality of life for all people. I want to thank God for allowing me this opportunity to serve America and serve all of you. Until next time, this is Chauncey Brown. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. 